Okay, here we go. The Panda Mega Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Panda Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> Hello, this is Vladimir Putin. Fuck Planet Mikey. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. I thought he liked me. You never know who's tuned in, Mikey. I thought he liked me. Ah. I heard you were banned because he doesn't like Willie Nelson, and we play Willie Nelson every now and then. Well, you know, it's not bad to be banned. I, I would, in fact, I'd like to thank, uh, on behalf of myself and the band, I, I, I hope we pass the audition. Yeah, do you feel like uh, there's something missing? Uh, yeah, ge- yeah, there's one big lackadaisical Gen X ne'er-do-well missing. Yeah. And he knows he's in trouble now. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to yeah, track yeah. down Tatiana. Yo, yeah, oh, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Uh, let's not hold our breath. Yeah. Uh, so it's Planet Mikey, uh, June 21 edition. It's summertime, 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 summertime. You know that song? Episode 182. You know that song? It's Summertime, Summertime by the... Uh, Jamies. The Jamies. You know who wrote that? Uh, yes, Brian Hyland. Nope. <laughs> you know who wrote that? Neil Diamond. Remember the guy that used to be at Fenway Park? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Carl Bean. Sh- Sherm Feller. Sherm wrote... It's summertime, 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 some, some, summertime. Same summer, guy. Yeah. Oh, jeez, how about that? Ladies and gentlemen, number eight, Carl Yastrzemski. He was a great, but deep baritone, uh, you know, that, that guy. guy. Uh, yeah, Ben Kitch is not here. Bill Smith is here. Thank you. And his, Thank he you. always is because he lives here. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but Ben, you know, once again, he's the only guy that ever misses any episodes of the Planet Mikey podcast. That's and he's true. Yep. I don't know what he's trying to prove. He's not even phoning this one in. I don't. I don't know what you know. He goes to Florida. Yeah. He takes time off. Yeah. He get, takes a dump. Said he was sick, but it wasn't COVID. Yeah, sure. I believe any of that. I know. Yeah. Maybe he's bucking for a raise. Maybe you and I should split his money. What's that? An extra thirty-three bucks each. Good idea. Let's take. <laughs> let's do it. He has no grounds on which to complain. I know. Uh, honestly, he's like uh, Toady Fields. He doesn't have a leg to stand on in this argument. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, you know, I was at the stockyard once a long time ago, 1974 maybe. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, they have this little, the, like, uh, <laughs> private dining rooms down in the yeah. back. Yeah. One was the WBZ room. Sure. One was the Red Sox room. So I went there one day, and I hear an organ in the background. Yeah. And I'm saying to myself, here he's it sounds like Fenway Park, I thought. My first thought. Yeah. Who walks out of the swinging doors? John Kiley? It was John Kiley himself. The he, organist? He would go in there and play during lunch. Yeah, yeah that's quite the thing to you see. Know, every lunchtime, he'd just go in there and pound on his organ a little bit. Yep. And, and uh, Wouldn't you? No, no one even noticed, <laughs> except you. John Kiley, who he's the fastest uh, national anthem in the world. You know, it's like... Remember? Because he just wanted to get it over with. He's been hammering that thing out for so long. That's another thing I think that, that is uh, overdrawn. People try to draw it out to make make sure they show off their vocal tendencies. They do. Okay, someone says, oh, we're going to get uh, Aretha Franklin to sing the national. And she makes it a four-minute song. He, all people do that. They stretch it out. I think if most people at the game, they want it over with fast and get to the game. And then there's always the big cheer. On the land of the free. <laughs> they always go like they always do that upward thing too. Oh yeah, all the land of the free. <laughs> and you got to hold that note. God, yeah. that was good though, Mike. So Ben Kitchen's out of here uh, tonight, and we're uh, and we, and we I, you know, we we decided before we even started the podcast. You know, 
he's shirking his duty. Uh, yeah. I, I said duty. I think you're right. We had that. I said duty. You did say duty. Well, you're talking about Ben, so. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get through this no matter what, and it'll probably be better since Ben's not here. Well, we'll see. No, I think it probably will be, because, you know, think about it. What does he really add? Should I take a picture of the empty microphone right there in the empty chair? <laughs> now, you told him we were going to mercilessly uh, criticize I did. Him. I did. He said he would expect nothing less. Well, I mean, I think it's time that we say, you know, not behind his back, because we know he'll listen to this. Yeah, he's listening right now. Well, you know, it's like, Ben, it, it, this, this particular podcast is going to prove that, generally speaking, you don't bring anything to the table. <laughs> well, then again, maybe he is trying to track down Tatiana. <laughs> A uh, couple complaints I have first, right out of the right out of the batter's box here. I hate when any website, a web page, puts down, try to tries to attract a click from you by saying, "Oh, this girl, you know, bears it all in her latest beach picture," oh. and you go, "Okay, click," and it's some big fat load, <laughs> or someone who used to be, or her picture's like fiftieth down in the line. Yeah, and you got to click through all this other shit first. <laughs> I I saw a couple of them on Yahoo, and I, you know. It says Portia, Portia Williams. Do you know who that is? Portia, no. I don't either. No. Poor, I, I guess she's in a Wives of Atlanta or something. I don't oh. know. Uh, anyway, I don't give a shit. Okay. Portia Williams, quote, smolders in a barely there black string bikini. Smolders. A cram it. Huh? What do you think I am, a 10-year-old? Jesus. Let's but see that They picture. put it up there like, you know, oh, oh I'm, I'm going to see this. I want to see that picture. Oh, look at that. I'm going to see this. Oh, oh, she does smolder in that barely there black string bikini. Now cram it up your ass. That's, Here's that... another one. Same page. Oh, yeah? Yellowstone star Kelsey Aspill stuns in a brown mini dress on, on the red carpet. Stuns? Stuns. Smolders? Stuns? A brown yeah. mini dress. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I honestly do not. They do it all the time, though, don't they? But I, they, they put them up there, and, I, and I'm like, I'm, who, who are they playing to? The red carpet. Why? Well, I don't know. Same people that buy uh, Us magazine or, you know, they go on the Daily Mail, and they, they look at all sorts of crap on the side. God almighty! Maybe yeah, you might be the subject of one of those ads one day. You would stun in a, yeah. a blue suit. In a in a yellow banana hammock. Hey, did you? Uh, what did you do for Juneteenth? Juneteenth. You know, I'm just learning about Juneteenth, and I think parts of that are terrific. Oh, I mean, look. But I didn't know who, that it was not going to celebrate the 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 elimination of slavery. Yeah. I didn't However, know. isn't it a little late? It's 165 years later. Well, I didn't realize it was a holiday. It, as of like last year, yep. they made it uh, a holiday, yep. which is fine. I'm all for holidays. I'm all for celebrating freedom for all. But it, why did they wait so long to make it a holiday? I do not know. <sighs> Seems crazy. Uh, and I don't know how you celebrate it. I mean, I you know I, I I've seen some news stories about some of the celebrations. Some of them went awry. Yeah, there were a couple of parades. A couple and, uh, of them would have, like. Did you see what happened in Louisville? The yeah. mayor gets smacked in the face by the, by a guy during a Juneteenth celebration. Smacked him too. Elderly guy. Yep. Elderly white guy, black guy with a. I don't know. Looked like he had a can in his hand, a can of beer or something. He smashed him right in the face and Boom. knocked him down. The guy's a mayor. He's like seventy five years old. There's a lot of problems in Louisville. I, I, that's not really a celebration. That's just something that broke out there, you know, a little bit. But I, I don't know what to do for Juneteenth. I, 
I think it'll emerge. It'll come after a while to be but some sort of a routine will settle in. I mean, okay, let's take other holidays, for example. Day of reflection. Cinco de Mayo, you know, you're going to drink tequila, you're going to eat Mexican food, yeah. and you're going to play uh, Mexican music and, you know. Uh, Halloween, okay, it's candy for the kids. I mean, every holiday has things attached to it. Even Flag Day, you know, it's all about the flags. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I got a lot of flags in my neighborhood. So, oh no, I'm just watching the internet and that, that damn toenail fungus ad came up and it showed oh. the guy, looks like he's got a, a, a lean-to oh, built onto his big toenail. Oh, I can't look at back. it. You must see this. A maverick discovery of a simple way to permanently reclaim clear, healthy toenails in record time. Oh, Mikey. That guy had a ye- yellow, it looked like stalactites on his, <laughs> on his freaking toes. <laughs> I gotta turn this off. The lag tights. This is what the internet does to you. Yep, it's true. If, if you if it doesn't make you into an asshole, it makes you feel like you're an asshole. You get the feeling sometimes that we're all hypnotized to a certain degree. <laughs> but is there any worse ad on TV than the toenail fungus ads with the close-ups of the toenails? God. Oh. Anyway, so uh, we talked last week, Smitty, and I know you and I probably agree on this. What is that? Uh, that the state has overwhelmingly, both in the House and the Senate, voted to give illegal uh, 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 immigrants driver's their license. driver's license. Yeah, you know now, what? Charlie Baker vetoed it. But they knew they were going to override it. And I think he kind of knew they were going to override it, too. God, yeah, I might be wrong. But to veto that, and the reason he gave for this, and this is very, very valid, I think, yeah. uh, is it's, it's, it's if you legitimize... The illegal immigrants that come to the state, give them status over and above what other states might, yep. then people, more of them will come here. It'll be a magnet to Massachusetts. So, I know you're coming here from, let's say, Guatemala or, or from uh, Haiti. Yeah. And you say, okay, where will we go? Well, you know, we should really go to Massachusetts because they let you get a driver's license and these other states don't. And you say, oh, of let's course, go. <laughs> let's go to Massachusetts. Yeah. It's the same thing as Massachusetts had the right to shelter law, which is what forced me to move out of Marlboro mm-hmm. uh, back eight years ago. These, the right to shelter law was this. If you don't have a place to stay and you're homeless, we'll give you a hotel room. Huh. The, the state will pay for it. Now, I don't know if you know, hotel rooms in Massachusetts are at least 100 bucks a night. Easily, yeah. So you say to a, a homeless guy or family, and you say, okay, look, here's a hotel room. You can stay here because you don't have a home. 100 a night, that's th- 3000 a month. And that's per, just one guy. That's one, 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 one family, one arrangement. 3000 a month. Now, what kind of house can you get for 3000 a month? A pretty decent house. Yeah. Uh, and... What happens is not only do the hotels suffer because all of a sudden they're mobbed with homeless people, but guess what? The government's paying it. The taxpayers paying for this shit. So, and by the same token, it is a magnet for homeless people to come to this, to come to this state. Right? They're going to say, "Well, if we're going to be homeless, we might as well have a hotel room free." And be homeless in Massachusetts as opposed to Connecticut, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, or New York. What's the logic behind this? What's the driving they're, they're, force? They're trying to be nice, but you know what? It's just stupid you because it does those it two is? things. It you, does. They're trying to be nice, do you think? Why would they be trying to be nice? I think there's another nefarious uh, well, I mean, reason. Okay, so well, here's what happens when you get your driver's license. Yeah. And, and Charlie Baker was right about Here this. Here it comes, yep. 
You get the driver's license, and what happens when you register to get your driver's license? You're, You're registered to vote. Automatically registered to vote in Massachusetts. Okay, so you say, well, they, oh, no, they won't vote because they're not a citizen. Well, yes, they will. Of course they will, Because yeah. they're going to be in the registry rolls. Yeah, and there'll be some other little crap, little oh, games being played. I, I don't understand who thinks this through, but clearly at least Charlie Baker knew enough to veto this because that's a, it's a really bad move, and there's they're now... Uh, handing out, they're going to be doing petitions. They have till August fifteenth to get enough signatures on a petition to try to override this override of this override, um, and that's one of the things that Jeff deals, you know, backing. And you know what? He this guy does the work. He does the work. He doesn't just say it and like this would be. I'm when I get elected, yeah. I'm going to do. No, no he, he does d- the work. He, he really digs in. He dug in and yeah. got the gas tax. You know the automatic gas tax that the Massachusetts legislature tried to pass, where it just goes up whenever the cost of living goes up. Think about what the, what the prices would be in Massachusetts now with the gas tax were there. No kidding. And Jeff Deal, I got to give him credit. He went after it. He, he tackled did. it and he eliminated. He it. Stuck with so, it too till it, good for him. it happened. Um, so <laughs> this is kind of weird. The Biden. You saw Biden fall off his bike. Everybody has now, right? What must be what? Yes. He got his foot caught in the little stirrup there. But with him, you know, it, he's almost like got a Gerald Fordian uh, uncoordination thing going. Yeah. When he walks out of, the, of Air Force One or gets onto the helicopter or goes across the lawn, goes into the way... He looks like an old geezer he guy. Wanders, yeah. He doesn't have that powerful "I'm in charge" strut, or that you know that seemingly every president always has had. This guy looks like he's in little tiny steps, you know, and he's like. Hey, hey, I get the uh, feeling. When where's I see my him, pudding? He looks like he's following orders. Oh, yeah. well, I got to so go over f- here now. He falls off his bike, yeah. and and of course, what you know. But, oh, you know, it could happen to anybody. Yeah, it could happen to anybody, but didn't happen to him, the guy who forgets where he is in the middle of a sentence. I'm really kind of worried about this guy. Me too. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know that he... Here's the guy with the with the button. He's got the red button in the suitcase in his hands. He's the, He's got the, polit- the uh, uh, nuclear power to destroy entire uh, civilizations, you know, and he's the guy who's in charge of that. And I don't think he should be in charge of really kind of anything. No. <laughs> it's really, really scaring me. Yeah. Now, I say that having been someone who has had multiple incidents on bikes. Yes. When I was five, I had major concussion on, on my bicycle. I fell off my bike and that the, what on the tar in the middle of my street, and I fell, and I was out unconscious in the road in front of my house. Did you see a star when your head hit the pavement? I didn't see anything. I was out. Yeah. I was out. And then I was in the hospital for a long time, and I had all kinds of I had all tests on my brain. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a big concussion, you know, including some amnesia and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Now I think I'm over it. What? What was I saying? <laughs> Who am I? Where do? This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> you know, I fell off my bike once and I, my head hit the pavement and I saw a five-pointed star. It was a, wow. It was a perfect star, and I've heard other people say the same thing. <laughs> could but you draw it right now? I could right now, but it was like black and purple. It was. Five pointed star, perfect. Yeah, uh, but it's a so I had multiple bike act, and then I had the reason I don't ever ride a motorcycle, and I have forbidden my children from getting a motorcycle, is because I have dumped the only three motorcycles I ever owned. I crashed them. I was a bad. I was a bad motorcyclist. I wasn't good at it. So, I mean, I can understand an imbalance, but this was a bicycle. I know. 
and he's the president of the United States, and everything he does is going to be on camera. If, if you're going, if you be shaky out there on the bike, don't go on a bike. I wonder the whole world is watching. What if he was wearing those clips that they put on their shoes? No, he wasn't clipped in. He oh. was he he just had a little that like, little, uh, little sandal little strap like thing. Yeah, yeah, strap, and you put your foot in there so it doesn't slip off the pedals. I got to get my foot out of this. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling it out. He's come on, man. I'm Joe. Uh, so those are the two biggest headlines of the week. If one local, one uh, national, and uh, you said you didn't do anything special on Juneteenth. No, I didn't. Do, but I did. I did think a lot about. Oh no! You know what I did? I saw on uh, on um, Turner Classic Movies. They had a uh, several shows dedicated to Juneteenth, and they had a lot of. Uh, uh, one movie in particular was like a documentary about the black singers in church. And how the the blues and gospel singers it all sort of merged into yeah, one thing. Yeah. And as they're going through this, they have these. And I'm sorry, I've forgotten the guys' names. These members of like the uh, the Mississippi Blind Boys. They were awesome. Yeah. Those guys. Well, anyway. Oh my God. So one guy from that group was actually talking in the in the uh, documentary. It's a nice fresh film and everything. And they went through this with four or five guys throughout the ages of singing in gospel groups and quartets in the 50s and 60s, early 60s. And at the end, they're, they're each giving a closing statement about, yeah, we all had such a good time. It was a good time back then. It, that music really moves everybody. And then the, thing, the, free, the, phrase, the frame would freeze, would turn to black and white, and they would put up his name and that he's, he's passed away. Yeah. And they did that four times. And it was, it was quite the thing. But what I learned was fascinating about where all that music came from. Stuff I, yeah. it, it filled in some gaps for me. Well, you, you know, uh, most of the greatest American music came from uh, Negro spirituals yep. and and, uh, and uh, music from the 18... I mean, this is, we're talking about a long, long time ago. Yep. And rock and roll. Uh, rock and roll came from blues. You know, Elvis, and he learned, you know, b- uh, Big Bill Bronzy. What was the guy's name? He, Brunzy. Yeah. Brunzy. Yeah. What did I call him? Bronzy? That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I came pretty close. Yeah. Now, I learned all my music from Disney movies. But uh, I can't sing them all for you right now. Have you seen the movie with Aretha Franklin? With, uh, uh, what's her name, Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin? No. Wait till you see that. Yeah, she's, cause she's, <laughs> she can carry a tune a I'm bit. telling you, man, she's, she's got the stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Um, so Juneteenth, again, it's June 20th was my mother's birthday, which is a, yesterday, right? Yesterday, yeah. My mother would have been 98 yesterday. So I spent a lot of yesterdays thinking about my mom. Yep. And June 21st, first day of summer, was one of my best friend's birthdays, Bobby Teets. What else happened on the first day of summer, Mike, like six years ago? I got, oh, I got, I got fired from WEI really? on the first day of summer six years ago. And I want to thank, really, seriously. This sounds like I'm being a, you know, a wise-ass, a but I'm not. Ass, yeah. I want to thank the people who fired me or who got me fired. That would be, uh, well, Kirk Minahan, Mutt, uh, <laughs> Phil, Phil Zachary. Yeah. I call him Pussy Phil. It's a, it's a, it's one of my favorite things. And then there was Kevin Graham. I call him Kevin Graham Cracker. So he, they got me out of there. You know, after 23 years at EEI, someone had to pry me loose. I was like a barnacle stuck on the you side of the like ship. You were like a barnacle. Yep, you were part of the show. Yeah. And when they find, and I, I thought, oh God, now what am I going to do? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, well, I get another job is what I'm going to do. But uh, you know, how am I going to pay my? Uh, uh, Whatever it you've didn't had, matter. You've had more comebacks than anyone I know. It didn't. It didn't matter because, in retrospect, I'm so much happier not being in that cesspool of assholes. Now I had friends there that I loved. You know, 
Glenn Ordway yep. was a good friend of mine. You know, guys like Patio, you yep. know, and I got along great with the guys on the morning show. But Minahan, asshole, <laughs> mutt. His basically his lapdog, oh. and then the, the two weakest uh, people that ever ran a radio station ever, Kevin Graham and Phil Zachary. I was so glad I got. And by the way, since I left, they haven't recovered. <laughs> the curse of Mikey. <laughs> oh, man. I put a jinx on him. Um, so that's what I when I look at the calendar, I think that way. Uh, June twenty, June twenty first, my buddy Bobby's birthday. He he defended me. He got me out of more scrapes, physical fights, and bar fights and stuff like that because he was a tough guy. I always was smart enough to hang around with somebody who was way tougher than me because I, I had the big mouth going, you know, all the time. Uh, we, you and I, you and I. I'm a you know I'm a I'm a I think I'm a leaning conservative. Uh, I'm what you call a centrist libertarian, which means I'm a social moderate okay. and a fiscal conservative. Yes. Uh, but, you know, when somebody, when somebody does something not well, I, I have to say, and I know people hate Trump's guts, but in the last 15 months of the Trump administration, there were 700,000 illegals that, cro- that came into this country. Now, you say that's a big number, 700,000. Well, you'd think so, except that for the first 15 months of Joe Biden's administration, it's not just 700,000, it's 2,700,000 yeah. illegals have come into this country. Now, the, the stats show 63% of illegal immigrants to this country end up on some form of welfare. 63% mm. compared to 38% of the people who live here already. So, you know you're biting off a lot uh, uh, from a budgetary perspective when you allow that kind of quantity of people to come in. It doesn't matter where they're from, from Haiti. They could be from Russia. They could be from Australia. They could be from Honduras. We don't know. But we got to pay for all that. We have to pay for it, but yeah. we don't know where they're from, why they're here, or what they've done in their past life. That's what the biggest problem I have with immigration. It's not the people. The Each individual people, they want to have a better life. I get that, yeah. and I understand yeah. that, and I sympathize. But you can't just say, open the doors. I mean, what if Walt Disney World opened the door and said, okay, anybody who wants to come in can come in. You know what it would be like there? No right. one would ever go there again. Anyway, I'm getting a lot off my chest. Yeah, come on, Mike. What the hell's going on? I am. Something I, I, bugging I, you today? Well, here's the problem. Maybe. In the month of May alone, 239,000 illegals crossing the border. In Last month, yeah. 239,000. You know, that's, a, that's like a big city. Uh, and 50 of them were on the terror list, the, the, the terror watch list. Hmm. Compared to 26 terror watch list people that came into this country in the, in the last five years, 50 of them have come in this year. Terror watch list people. Do we want them here? No. no we, we, you know, when you say we're a land of laws, we're a nation of laws, yeah, but others will say yes, but no human is illegal. Well, no, you no, know, of course not. And you're a racist bigot and no, a that's whole not true, xenophobe. Though. <laughs> you know, that's really so not true. I don't have any problem with anybody. Yeah. I just have a problem with mobs of people taking over our borders, which is illegal. Just follow the rules. Our partners at BetOnline.ag want you to know. And I, by the way, I had a terrible week on the Celtics because they lost. Uh oh. And I gained it all back on the Red Sox because they've been winning. So I've I've done very well for myself recuperating from that Celtics. And I, I I admit I bet with my see my shirt. What does it say on it? It says. Um... Mikhail Parrish. Mikhail Parrish Bird. Bird. Where's Bird? Uh, oh, well, there he is. <laughs> I see him coming yeah. and going. Mikhail okay. Parrish Bird, the big three. Uh, 
I bet on the Celtics. I bet with my heart. Yep. Now, should I bet with my brain when I saw what Golden State was doing? Yeah, but I didn't. I bet with my heart. I couldn't bet against the Celtics, and, and I lost some money on that. But what's more satisfying, betting with your heart and winning or betting with your head and winning? I, I just like winning. Yeah. I, winning is the most important thing. When you bet with your heart and you win, then you feel better about it, I think. Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, but anyway, betonline.ag is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Uh, it's fun to do. It's easy to do. You do it from your home. <laughs> the latest odds and uh, developments and news and all that's mixed into the mix. The NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Ooh. Major League Baseball, where I've been killing it. Red Sox have turned it around. They're now six games over five hundred. All the latest in fights, you know, um, boxing and, uh, you know, all that. Uh, you go to the website, use your mobile device, you sign up today, and you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS. CLNS50. Put that promo code in there, you get 50% of your first deposit as free money. That's pretty good. Yeah. If you got a hundred, if you got just 100 bucks, that's fine. You get 150 to bet with. If you got 1000 <laughs> you get 1500 <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> BetOnline.ag is where the game starts. And do it today. You'll have fun with the re- each game. You know, you play, play one game at a time. Um, I have some news. Did you say, did you say news? No, Mike? news. News. And, and now the news. In your blue suit. <laughs> Not the news. And now the news. Say it right. And now the news. <laughs> A woman was eaten by her 20 cats after she collapsed at her home and was not discovered by cops for two weeks. This happened in Russia. Consumed by the cats. Police were horrified when they discovered the partially eaten remains of the woman, who has uh, not been named in this story. First of all, no one can pronounce it because it's a Russian woman. Oh, there you go. The woman was a cat breeder. She kept the 20 giant Maine Coon pedigree cats. Maine Coons are big cats. In her home. They were big. They were hungry. Big fluffy <laughs> cats. Well, you don't feed them. They're going to eat something. <laughs> Kibbles and tits. I bet. <clears throat> now, here's the problem. You know, ch- chow meow. It was like, what? <laughs> Cops were alert inside her home. Police found her partially eaten body surrounded by the hungry cats. Oh, man. Police believe she'd been dead for two weeks. I wonder what part oh. they ate first. I, what would you eat first? <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. Nope. You know, that reminds me. <laughs> Just ask it. You know how the rumor is that in China they eat cats? Yes. You've heard that rumor? Yeah. What do you call a Chinese family that has a cat? I don't know. Vegetarian? <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you call a Chinese family that has two cats? I don't know. Ranchers. <laughs> No, no, that's a that's just a, 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 a they don't do that over oh, okay. there. I'm, I'm here to dispel these stereotypical. Those are just rumors. It's not fair to do that. Although people do know about that, yeah, you know, that's true. People have have that stereotype in their mind, and they pass that around as a bad rumor. Yep. Anyway, this lady was Russian, and she got eaten by her cats. So that's gross. There's more. Yeah, I, <laughs> she's I'll put that over here and file that under stories I've already read. And now the news with Mike Adams. A shocking photo going viral on social media shows 47 cats crammed in a car in a sweltering parking lot in Minnesota. That's not good. It's, this is a cat day, mm-hmm. you know, on, this, on the program here. The cats were living with a homeless man. So did they have a home? No, they had a car. 
And they had one guy and 47 cats crammed into this car. Can you imagine the smell of cat shit in that car on a hot day? (laughs) Wow. And there was a guy in there with them. The cats ranged in, age, ranged in age from less than a year to more than 12. So there was some activity going on in that I car. I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Animal Humane Society on Facebook shared the picture. It said the owner of the cats was assessed on the scene by paramedics and provided with medical resources. And they tried to get the stink out of his clothes. They're, <laughs> they're going to take care of the cat. I, I mean, I just, uh, while we're on the subject of cats... And now this. A courthouse in upstate New York was closed for fumigation Tuesday after hundreds of cockroaches. That's very sexist. What, there's no twat roaches? (laughs) Oh, God. Hundreds of cockroaches were released during an altercation that broke out at an arraignment. According to the court officials, a clash broke out during the proceedings in Albany City Court, Albany, New York, for four people for an arrest at the state capitol. I remember, maybe they're members of Stephen, uh, uh, what's the, the guy on TV? Uh, Colbert's. Stephen uh, Colbert. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, his posse. Well, what happened was there was an altercation and some, there had been some cockroaches in jars that they were in, in there for some reason. And they all got released into the court. Cockroaches. Is that the grossest thing ever? What's the largest cockroach you ever saw or caught? When I was in Hawaii in the Navy... I'm lying on my back with my hands stretched out. Excuse me, I'm landing on my belly Yeah. with my hands stretched out behind me. Mm-hmm. And I felt this thing. I had no shirt on. I'm asleep. I felt this thing crawl down my shoulder and into my hand. And I instinctively just grabbed it, and I turned on the light, and it was as wide as the palm of my A hand. A giant cockroach. It was huge. Yeah. And it was just <laughs> trying to get away. Yeah. And I, I panicked. I, I flung the thing. Yeah. And I get out of bed looking all over the place, seeing if there were any more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to name the hotel, but we uh, we were covering the Red Sox 86 World Series, Bill Patrick and I, for Channel 3 in Hartford. And he got he caught a cockroach. had to be, what's this, about four inches? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was huge. It was huge. You could saddle it up and ride it home if you wanted to. <laughs> He captured it in a glass one of the, and brought it down to the front desk. I'm not going to name the hotel because it would, it would really ruin their reputation. It's a Boston hotel. And he went up to the lady, and she was kind of busy. Not really. She goes, yes, can I help you? She doesn't really look at him. He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, I found this in my room. And he, he throws the, the cockroach out of the glass onto the papers that were on, in front of her on the desk. <laughs> and she starts screaming. We got the rooms free. Nice guy. Yep. Anyway. Okay, Okay. so I got dead cats, cockroaches, eaten ladies. Now the news with... And now the news. Yes. Have you ever thought of uh, naming your kid Malm, Kivik, or Trotten? Malm as in M-A-L-M? Yeah. Yeah. Or Kivik, K-I-V-I-K, or Trotten, T-R-O-T-T-E-N? No, you haven't. I'm I'm going to answer uh, for you. Elitist names now. (laughs) Swedish retailer IKEA is known for having distinctive names of its flat pack home products. The company's Norway branch wants to use the brand's experience to help parents browsing the baby naming department. IKEA Norway has built a name bank with more than 800 listings available on its website. The names are drawn from furniture that IKEA has given its furniture instead of product numbers. They've got a large catalog of names. You can name your kid after some furniture. 
Oh. Swedish. Like Ikea names its products after Swedish towns, lakes, and other geographical features, but also uses names that have tr- traditionally gone to people. So you can have the name Malm, Kivik, or Trotten, or like Ben Kitchen, Kock. That's <laughs> now K O K is the Swedish word for for kitchen. Yeah. So and speaking of the cock, uh, Ben Ben the cock, yeah, he's not here. Not here. Yeah. Yeah. He's home uh, dealing with his priapism. <laughs> I think that's what it is. He saw that ad with the carrot. Yeah. The bent carrot. Hey, by the way, <laughs> well, what? Can, can you stand on one leg for ten seconds? Yes. You, you can. Yeah. All right. Either leg, both legs. Yep. Okay. You might want to check this. Well, out. I learned it in. Uh, when I, when I was a karate expert in, in Uechiru, yeah. uh, let's see, can you stand on one leg for 10 seconds? You're at the, twice the risk of dying early if you can't balance like a flamingo in your 60s, scientists warn. Well, let, should I try it right now? Try it right now. Mike's now standing up. All right, one leg. Like a flamingo. Look at that. That's very good. Okay, how about the other leg? I'm on, I gotta get tense. Oh, <laughs> well, there he goes. He's going know, down you, like Joe Biden. Eight, nine, ten. I was hopping back to my seat. You weren't supposed to hop. The answer is yes, I can. So I guess I'm gonna live a long time. You're gonna live time. a long time. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we should, now, that's what the kind of thing we should have Ben Cock doing when he's here, but he's not here. Yeah, that's right. He's in Bangkok now. All right, here's one more story. Oh, wait a Hold on. Do I have two stories left? I don't know. Yes! This is so great! You know, nobody covers the news like the Planet Mikey podcast. And now here's Planet Mikey. In the wiggle of a nose, a man partially covered the bewitched statue in Salem with red paint, according to police. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah. The uh, uh, Elizabeth Montgomery bewitched statue that they put in, in honor of witches in, yep. in Salem yep. was covered with red paint. That's a stupid asswipe did this. Yeah. Witnesses called police 5 p.m. Monday to report someone spray-painting the bronze statue of the character Samantha Stevens in the 60s sitcom, which I watched. Yeah, I did too. She's still cute, although I, I really like Dick York, who played Darren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so an officer in the area spotted a man uh, after a brief chase... Arrested 32-year-old Salem City resident on charges of defacing property, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. The he, suspect... He lives in the town. He lives in the town. So now he's got... He, yeah. They're going to see him. Hey, that's a guy that painted the face. The suspect, who was going through a rough time and wanted to do something to get arrested, in quotes, uh-huh. according to the prosecutor. He, he, he was going through a rough time. He wanted to do something to get arrested. Isn't there something better than you can do than that? No. Can't you just steal something? No, they don't arrest you for that anymore. <laughs> anyway... Uh, so now the, 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 they vandalized Samantha. You know, Elizabeth Montgomery, she's passed away. Yep. And, of course, the reason they, for all this witch stuff is because there's Salem witch trials. It goes way, way back, right? Yes, indeed. Like to 16-something? Mm-hmm. <coughs> when were the Salem witch trials? You know, I, I'm not sure of the date. It was, I think it was the 1600s. Had to have been. Kellogg's, the greatest cereal maker ever, I and a, and a big staple of my childhood. Yes. The Kellogg's cereals, all the different ones. I mean, I know every jingle. Name a Kellogg's cereal. K-E-L-L. Oh, double good Kellogg's, best to you. <laughs> good morning, good morning. The best to you each morning. With a K-E-L-L. Oh, double good Kellogg's, best to you. That's good, Mike. How about the, the, uh, the just basic cornflakes? Tall up. With the tall corn taste of Kellogg's corn flakes, 
The tall corn taste that's never been topped helps turn the tall, small ones into the tall ones. Tall, right, right? Yeah, imagine a couple of guys sitting in the office, the advertising agent. Like, All right, check this out now. And he sits at the piano, puts a hat <laughs> in the back of his head, and he yeah. starts. Okay. I mean, I know all the jingles. Oopsley, Oopsley, Fruit Loops, uh, Sugar Pops, Pete, you know, all that stuff. I'm a big cereal. I'm a cereal killer. I eat cereal every night. I've seen you do this a lot. How I do you do. remember those jingles? How do you remember that stuff from the past? You even recite things that know. are complicated and lengthy. It's, it's ever since that concussion. Yeah. Uh, Kellogg's had net sales of $14.2 billion, but here's what they're doing. They're, they're the maker, of course, of uh, you know, Rice Krispies and Frosted Flakes. It's great. They're going to f- split the, into three different companies focused on cereals, snacks, and plant-based foods. Oh, there uh, you go. Isn't that funny? Bill Gates bought up all the farmland. What's ruining me on this is I know anything that when they say plant-based, as they say, okay, here's a McPlant from McDonald's. It's not, it's not beef. It's yeah. plant-based. Mm-hmm. I just immediately get turned off to eating, and I, I like vegetables and all that, but that's okay. But eating a plant-based burger, to me... It's just it's a turnoff. What chemicals do you suppose are in those? It's not going to be organic, is it? I don't know. Plant based because I, I, I will never try them. I like beef. So anyway, three uh, three different companies. They're going to have three different and and Kellogg's of Battle Creek was always what it was known. Battle Creek, Michigan. Yep. They're going to move a couple of the you know to different uh, Nebraska. I don't know where they're going. They're going to move them around. So it's not going to be Kellogg's, the tradition of Battle Creek Special K breakfast and all that stuff. Going to be plant based. One company, Snacks, you know, like uh, Cheetos. They, or no, no, they make uh, Cheez-Its, I think. Like uh, time I just hate on. to see that. So, yes. yes, I hate to see that because that's a very, very traditional, enjoyable history they have, especially with me. What did George Harrison say? He said, uh, Paul, you got a cigarette lighter? <laughs> no, no. All, <laughs> all things must pass. Where's my guitar pick? <laughs> oh, all things must pass. That's right. Yeah, well, he's, yeah. he's never had a, uh, he's never had a, a uh, what, do you, what do you call those things? <laughs> Kidney no, stone? No, the Christmas things, the uh, fruitcake. Oh. They don't pass at all. They stay no. in there. Yeah. Four, five, six years. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> So, anyway, uh, <clears throat> that's all I got, really. Oh, no, I have more stuff, actually. Really? Yeah. Are these news articles? No. No, this is just regular old story stuff? Yeah, no, this is just, it's just all, uh, hold on, I lost it. What is that? Come on now. I lost it. Come on, Mike. Yeah, I guess I don't have anything. I lost it. You know what I do have, though? What do you have? I have an immediate annoyance. Maybe permanent. Uh oh. With Ben Kitchen for not being here tonight. And you know, I could tell there was something wrong with you when you uh, walked in the door. I'm telling you. you. You didn't look happy and you were kind of grumpy, actually, stomping down the stairs into the studio, flung the door open, you sat down and sighed. That's it. And I it's said, it. What's wrong, you Mike? You know, did, when, the, when the Kinks played a concert, yep. did they let Dave Davies miss the night and take the night off like Ben has tonight? Nope. Dave Davies, a lead guitarist? Nope. The show must go on. And they get out there. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, no, the key to this, though, and Ben's going to know this, we can still get this done without him. That's right. Look okay? At, look at that, Ben. And, and if, we, if it keeps up this kind of bad behavior on Ben's part, we're going to cut out his weed allowance, we're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to nickname him The Destroyer. No. The Destroyer. In fact, we got a song from Joe and Jerry dedicated to Ben right here. The Destroyer.
Met a girl called Lola and I took her back to my place. Feeling guilty, feeling scared, hidden cameras everywhere. Stop, hold on, stay in control. Girl, I want you here with me, but I'm really not as cool as I'd like to be because there's a red under my bed. And there's a little yellow man in my head. And there's a true blue inside of me that keeps stopping me, touching you, watching you, loving you, paranoia, the destroyer, Joe. That's yours. Paranoia, the destroyer. It's by the kinks. I fell asleep. Then I woke, feeling kind of queer. Lola looked at me and said, Oh, you look so weird. She said, There's a man. Really, something wrong with you, man. I fucked that up. One day you're going to self-destruct. You're going down. I can't work you out. You got a good thing going. Then you blow yourself out. Silly boy, you fake destroyer. You did fuck that up, Joe. Silly boy, you self-destroyer. Silly boy, you got so much to live for, so much to aim for, so much to try for. You're blowing it all with paranoia. You're so insecure. You're a self-destroyer, Joe. Thank you, Trip. Nice job on that. And it goes like this. Here it comes again. Destroyer! Oh, yeah! I love the kinks. Kind of a kinky guy out here, Jim. Ready? Girding my loins. Doctor, doctor, help me, please. I know you'll understand. There's a time device inside of me. I'm a self-destructing man. There's a red under my bed. There's a little green man in my head, and it's not a booger. He said, you're not going crazy. You're just a little bit sad, Troop. Because there's a man in you. Tearing you, gnawing you. Oh, my God! Paranoia, the destroyer! Self-destroyer, wreck your health. Destroy your friends, destroy yourself. The time device of self-destruction. Light the fuse and start the eruption! Eruption? And it goes like this. Here's the paranoia. Paranoia is the destroyer, Joe. I read it somewhere. Here it goes, Joe. Paranoia, the big destroyer. Destroyer! I gotta take a piss!